my gods and goddesses what's up my beautiful people okay so i've really been behind on this whole like podcast i was supposed to been probably have like three episodes out by now but i got a little busy okay just got a little busy went on a little vacation with my man but um yeah so i feel like my first episode is gonna be my introduction to me so i'm just pretty much gonna give like insight on me and my morals and what i stand for and what i'm about just to like let people know the type of person that they listening to because i know for me i feel like that matter like i don't be want to hear people that i feel like just talking like you just talking to hear yourself talk like you really don't stand on this type of stuff so you know what i'm saying i came to put my foot on the neck or two no i'm just playing but okay starters my name is china i'm 23 i'm a libra so you know most definitely gotta put that shit on the scales and weigh it the fuck out but um i have a daughter she is about to be two in september and honestly i like i like being a mom like i know you heard like the hesitation because i mean like don't get me wrong this shit is hard it's mug but i feel like it's rewarding like i feel like it fit me and what i stand for and what i like as a person and i feel like becoming a mother is kind of what might have motivated me to like even do a podcast because I feel like whenever I first brought it up like I was so focused on like figuring out where all these generational curses just really came from and just talking to my friends with us growing up and I actually had a deep conversation with my mother once before about how her life was when she grew up so I feel like with me being a part of the last generation and my daughter being a part of the beginning of a whole new generation i feel like it's on me heavy to figure out when where and how i can break as many generational curses as i possibly can honestly like that's really one of my goals when it comes to me raising my daughter i want to make sure i build that relationship because that's not something that i had with my mother like at all I was raised by my dad who was a disabled man who did the best he could and he did a great job like for real he really did like I feel like how I came out versus my classmates and other people I know like I feel like he did his best for it to just have been him and his daddy not to have been around and his mama really wasn't just too loving to him from what he expressed to me so I feel like the generational curses is most definitely one of my main points of my podcast but I also do just want to talk over like broad topics you know what I'm saying like as far as friendship relationships um money like just so many different things like I feel like once I actually get a good following like I'm gonna let people just send in something that they would like for me to talk about specifically or would like for me to touch on I know I got a really really good idea for when I get into the generational curses as far as getting in touch with the older generations and trying to figure out where they feel like they parents went wrong and where they feel like they went wrong and how they feel like we can do better as a generation to raise these kids to be something more productive and more ambitious and more more 
goal driven and more positive and just more successful as black people. And I also do want to get into spirituality, black couples, black unity, black empowerment, like everything about us. And don't get me wrong, my best friend of 10 years is white. And you know what I'm saying? I love her and she know that and I love her kids and I love her family, but I love my people too. As much as they be getting on my nerves, cause you know the black folks get on your one fucking nerves, they tap dance on them. But I love my people, I really do, and I want to see us together. I feel like we can do so much better together, and that's what we're not realizing. But a lot of people are starting to wake up and they are starting to realize how strong we are together. One thing I really love about my boyfriend is he has he's also spiritual because I'm very spiritual, and I need my man to be intact with me. That's one thing, you spiritual women who waking up and y'all realizing y'all got itself and y'all realizing y'all higher self, make sure you find you a man who knows the importance of his divine masculinity. Make sure he knows the importance of his role in your life. Make sure he knows your importance and your role in his life. Make sure he appreciates that. Make sure he worships that because it's a big part of a healthy relationship. And it makes things so much easier. But one thing I love about him is that he is so intact with his family. His family is so close. Like... The love that they have and they just give off, like, it amazes me, honestly. Like, I'm shocked. Like, I've never seen genuine unity in just a immediate family. It might not be the whole family, but his in-house family is so unified and so close. And it's just, it's beautiful, honestly. Because just, even as I was young, I just always said... I'm a black woman, my father is a black man, my mother is a black woman. I want to be with a black man and I want to have black children. I want a healthy black family. Like that's what I wanted. So to see that he came from that and I necessarily didn't. I feel like my household was healthy, but I didn't have that unity growing up. It was just me and my daddy. I'm the youngest of all of my siblings on my daddy's side. I got a little sister on my mama's side, but you know, sometimes it just come to like people are different so we don't always we're not as close as i thought we would be when it came to having a little sister like it was so exciting like oh my god i'm gonna have me a little sister we're gonna be so close i'm gonna treat her so much better than what my big sister's treating me but it's like dang did i get on y'all nerves like that like <laughs> damn this little motherfucker get on my nerves she be stealing my clothes her mouth smart but that's besides the point because I love my little sister and I hope that I'm a good example to her on how to be as a woman. Because I feel like most of the women I grew up around always taught me what not to be. And that's what molded me. Like, other than my, my auntie on my mama's side, I don't really feel like I had much guidance from women because... It was always just me and my daddy. But I'm not going to lie. Being raised by a man, and I say this all the time, and I hope don't nobody take offense. Don't none of you single mommies take offense, okay? Because I'm just saying. But I do feel like it's so much easier 
I feel like it was easier for my daddy to mold me into the woman that I am today than it would have been for a woman to have done it. Because I feel like if a woman would have done it, I would have just simply grew up trying to mimic her and trying to be like her versus a man simply telling you what a woman's role is and how a good woman should be. And I was raised by a good man. My daddy provided for me very well, regardless of his disabilities. I was spoiled, but I understood the value. I, I am spoiled, but I do understand the value of every dollar. I understand where it came from. I understand how hard it was for him to get it. And I was very appreciative for anything he ever got me, big or small. The week after I turned 16, I got a job. And I have not stopped working since. Like... I got my own place at 17. Of course, I was with a boyfriend, but we still had our own place. I was working. And, yeah, like, I I just feel like the things he taught me have allowed me to really uphold my relationships very well. I feel like it molded me into, like, a well-balanced person. And I appreciate that. So, I'm hoping... With my podcast, you know what I'm saying? I can just simply reach out to people. Reach out to just younger females. Because I got cousins and family members. And, 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 like, what they be saying about those 2000 babies. Like, I'm only, I was only born in 98. But I feel like I was born in, like, the 60s. First of all, my daddy is a 66-year-old man. Okay? So, everything about me has just always been old. I got a very old soul. Like, it's just where I come from. It is what it is. But how these 2000s babies complain about having to do things alone and and the depression that they get from having these type of feelings is just something I haven't really been able to relate to growing up and even now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be... I want people to know, like, you have to do things alone because you have to build yourself. You shouldn't, you should never look for anything from anybody outside of yourself. That's your responsibility. You came in this world alone and you're going to leave this world alone. And y'all always have to remember that. So, therefore, in the mean, in the meantime, in between time, you shouldn't mind having to do shit by yourself because guess what ain't nobody gonna do it for you and if they is doing it for you it's for a reason so you might as well just go get it yourself nobody ever said it was gonna be easy nobody said that now I feel like when we was younger I feel like we was under the impression that it was easy because shit it looked fun like I was just talking to my boyfriend and mama about that two days ago like I'm like man y'all lied Y'all lie. Y'all made this shit look so motherfucking fun. I swear, as kids, boy, I always remember, like, my daddy and them linking up and playing cards and playing dominoes and shit. All the day in there lit, drinking, listening to music. All the kids in the room playing, having fun. That was, like, a lot of good memories for me. And I just felt like they never showed us, like, Damn, I'm struggling to pay this bill. Or damn, how the fuck I'm finna pay this? Damn, what I'm finna do in school finna come up? How I'm finna get these shoes? How I'm finna get her hair done? How I'm finna do this? Like, I like, I I kind of like that they kept us away from that part of it. 
But at the same time, it's kind of like I feel like some truth kind of should have been in there. Now, with my daddy, I'm not going to lie. He didn't keep me from that type of stuff. Like, every month when he got all his bills, he sat me down. We had to make a budget. And we knew exactly what to do when that time came. When he got his check, he made me get up at the ass crack of the dawn. And I had to go with him to the bank to get the money for all the bills and go to every single place and pay these bills. And whatever we had left, that's what we had to get us through the month. And we did that every month. He got up and, and he we did that every month. He made me do that. And I was young and I used to think, why the fuck do I got to go do this? Why do I have to be here with you? I could have stayed at home. It's too early. But now, as a grown woman, I'm so thankful that I had that guidance because I have literally been on my own since I was 17. So I can't imagine I didn't have my slip-ups here and there simply because I'd be a little irresponsible with monies because I'm a little spoiled or whatever. But that's beside the point. For the general part of it, I know what to do. I know to budget my money. I know to make sure them bills is paid. And, and whatever I do with the rest, that's, that's on me. So I feel like I appreciate that because I see that everybody don't have that mentality. A lot of people get stuck in jobs they don't like, miserable-ass jobs, and it's all because of the money. I'm, I'm not for that, like, at all. I feel like once I got probably 21, that's when I first had my first ideas of my own type of businesses because I always bounced around with jobs like simply because I hate working for people bro ain't no way I gotta come in here and give you a hundred percent of me and and I get a 50 percent paycheck ain't no fucking way like that's just that's some bullshit that's a scam and I'm not with it if I'm gonna bust my ass for anybody it's gonna be me and whatever profit I get from that I don't care if it's a dollar. It's going to make me so proud simply because it's something that I did for me. It's an investment in myself that I put to the side for myself. And I feel like us as black people, we all need to do that. We all need to have that mindset. We all need to have those type of feelings simply because I feel like our parents programmed us to feel like, oh, you need to go to school, go to college, get a good job. Get a good job. Get a good job. Stay at that job. Get them benefits. No. We can make jobs for each other, baby. And we can get this shit back on track and get what's ours. Keep our money amongst each other. That's the one big, big, big key that black people really be forgetting. If we keep our money amongst each other, we'll never be broke. But see, the problem is the type of black people that are out here today. You can have something, and you might have some merch of $35. Oh, that's too hot for a hoodie. How come? If it was in Rule 21, you would go buy If it was on Fashion Over, you would buy If it was in Hibbish, you would buy Them ain't. That's not our shit. That's they shit. That's putting their kids in college. That's sending their kids to college to turn around and come judge us like we some damn ignorant ass monkeys like we have to get back and and rebuild 
what they burnt and what they drowned and what they, I mean, not drowned, but what they flooded, what they burnt, what they tore down, what they built over. We can get all that back. Now is the perfect time because these white people is not, they, they too fucking scared. Let Do y'all really see some black people coming and burn our shit down now? Do you know that shit ain't going to work? For one, they're going to be scared. For two, they're going to want to stay away from there. And for three, you insure your shit. So guess what I know? These white people are going to give you some more money to put everything back that you had. And then it ain't even going to matter. Because guess what? The, you, you fuck my shit up, they're going to give me some more money to put it all back. That's exactly how it is with us. We gonna burn that shit down right now. We gonna burn Walmart down right now. They gonna have Walmart got money to build another Walmart, and it's just that simple. They don't really be giving a fuck. White people do that shit all the time. White people will burn their own shit down to get something better. Okay. Now's the time for us to really discover who we are. Discover what we want to do. Discover anything about us no matter how big or how small no matter how long it takes you are important and you have to know that in order to find your true value and find things that you are very comfortable with i really just done got to talking y'all and i'm proud because at first i feel like some of my procrastination was really not knowing if i was gonna be comfortable but i'm not even gonna lie i got my galaxy light on i got my music in the back my baby sleep my man at work working hard so i feel like i got time to myself i got time to really just communicate and you know let that throat chakra flow baby so yeah I feel like this is a good introduction to me. I feel like y'all done heard enough about my principles and what my podcast is for and what my goal is and my mission is. I'm not sure what it is in life just yet. I mean, I feel like I got this tarot reader. Her name, my tarot reader, okay? Her name is Katora. Beautiful soul. Love her readings. If anybody ever listened to this and anybody want to reach out to this woman and get a tarot reading, I promise you, you will love it. Like, she just give you the truth, and, and you just hear it. Like, it's not even one of them things where you hear it and be like, girl, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, you just hear it. Like, she explain how she do everything. You, she, you just hear it. But either way it go, Torah gave me not gave me I paid for a reading you know what I'm saying just about my purpose and my path and what I was supposed to be doing and she told me you know what I'm saying I am a messiah I am a healer and that makes so much sense because I feel like I and I'm working on this too but I attract people who are broken I attract people who need healing and I do that and and just even in like a career path, I am a phlebotomist, I am a CNA, like, I, I enjoy that, that brings me joy, to have a person come to me broken, and leave in a better condition than what you came, that's fulfilling to me, that brings me joy, not in like a big head kind of way, like, mm-hmm, you wouldn't be feeling like that if it weren't for me, like, no, like, I feel like I operate when it comes to me healing and how I care about my people I love, I operate with so much love and it's so strong. 
Like, I'm going to drive it into the people I love to be the best that they can be. And I don't give a fuck how mad they get. And they know that. Because anytime any one of mine get complacent, I let them know. And I let them know I don't like that shit. Simply because I feel like as a friend or a partner or whatever, keep me in line. I don't give nobody nothing I can't take. And how I give it is how I prefer to take it. I'm going to give it to you raw and uncut, and I prefer to get it raw and uncut. If if y'all, if y'all anybody see me stuck in the red, I, I hold my friends and my partner accountable to let me know that so I can get back on track and know, okay, China, you know what I'm saying? You done got stuck. You've been thinking on this a couple of days. It's time to move on. You need to, you got to do something different. And that's exactly how it is. Like, I always, for a minute, I really was on my friends with the what do you want to do what are you gonna do because we're not gonna be here forever so you gotta make the best with what you got everybody comes from different situations but that ain't never stopped nobody else that ain't never stopped nobody else you could be the poorest motherfucker on the block and them the rappers nowadays them they rich they millionaires you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so much that people let discourage them. And it's so many just, it's so many people out there that prove otherwise. That come from ex- from the exact places that me or anybody else might come from. And they got so much of a better life now that there's no excuse for anybody to think that because where they come from, they can't have anything. Because any successful black person that we know now literally comes from nothing. So it's just how you push yourself and how you choose to do things. But, okay, y'all. I hope once I get some listeners, you know what I'm saying, y'all fuck with this, y'all get a better understanding of me, the Libra goddess, the beauty goddess, China doll. And welcome to Talk Time. I appreciate anybody who listens. And you know what I'm saying? If you like one of my episodes or something, just reach out to me. Let me know I got a listener or something. You know what I'm saying? Let me know your girl getting somewhere because I'm trying to get very far. All right. My gods and goddesses, I love y'all. My black people, I love y'all. I love y'all. Have a good day.